This is a homebrew podcast. Oi, would you turn this bloody alarm off? What is this? Remember to start the show. Oh my god, I totally forgot about this, everyone. All right, well, uh, let me uh, let me get started here. Uh, where were we? Uh, uh, we were like halfway through. Uh, right, right here. Me and the Edge Runners just rocked our way into Titan, blasting away security and corpos alike. And uh, we found ourselves in the basement here, face to face with the head vamp himself, Grand Bellaton. All right, let's get back into it then. Yeah, you see him, uh, Grinner, if you're still doing the drone, I yeah, assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see him finish uh, his drink, and he just kind of drops the body and stretches his arms back, like, just very leisurely, wipes his mouth um, with his sleeve, and then starts strolling back towards where you are all at. No! Hey, Shit, we have to go anyways. Selected anyways. Can we hide behind a vet and just let him walk by? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. With the drone out there. <laughs> Has he acknowledged the drone at all? I mean, I, I imagine it's high enough up there, and I'm imagining there's enough machinery whirring with sure. all of the VR goggles. And with uh, the, I, I don't fair. think mm-hmm. there's any reason for him to look up in, in the air. I <laughs> I don't think he's clocked the drone. Okay. Right, is, there, is there any place for us to hide amongst all these vats and tubes and things? Yeah, I mean, it's if you've ever seen like a warehouse floor, it's not like very cluttered. It's like very clean and the vat, but like there's a chance for sure. There's not like a, a sure thing that you could all try to hide for sure. That's a goal try to hide. Yep. Do I leave the body here? Yes. Oh, or do you think you'd have given us away if the body's just in the elevator? No, I don't think it would be weird to have a body in an elevator. All right. We could also try, we could hit a button. There's a bunch of bodies in the elevator. Oh, there were bodies in the elevator. Let's just go, <laughs> let's just go hide. Let's all get out, hit a button so it starts moving. And run. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> 13. 16. 17. 17, but it should be a 19. For some reason, the stim didn't take away the minus two, so it should be a 19. Yeah, I got a seven, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bellaton kind of strolls around the area and starts walking forward. Uh, you are all kind of like hiding between the vats right now. Looks to where you're hiding, Roger, and he says, Oh, <laughs> Made a bit of a mess. Uh, sorry about that. I'm just so, so parched. I'll get raw on that, sir. All right. Uh, thank you very much. It's a, it's delicious, by the way. Compliments to the chef. I'll pass you word along. I do quite like it here. I said I have to leave. Uh, have a good day. Yeah, we're well, sorry to see you go, mate. Uh, but have a fantastic day. Likewise. And he goes in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and leaves. Guys, I think I, I need a new pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you happy now that he didn't you know, recognize you or shout your name out in the beginning? You know, now that you mention it, I'm still a little, you know, it's fine. It, it all worked out in the end, didn't it? <laughs> He's like, honestly, no, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Cece has begun to just like, beeline her way stealthily still try not to be super noticeable just in case there's additional security here but she's heading up towards the bar area right behind her if it makes you feel any better he's delicious I guess that- <laughs> Jesus Christ Roger Cece stops 
puts down the shield and punches Roger and then just picks up the shield and keeps walking. I'm surprised she took the effort to put down the shield and didn't just clock you with it. Shield bash. I didn't want to break it. Just walks. Yeah, so CC, as you make your way uh, through here, walking through this area and seeing these bodies here and this kind of like auditorium with these people with like this VR headset on, I can't talk myself out of any humanity loss for this, so I'm going to do 1d6 humanity loss. I figured. Four. Oof. Four. How's your, how's your empathy doing these days? It's doing okay. I still have three <laughs> out of awesome. eight, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, and then you get to this doorway where there's this one thin wire or tube that seems to be coming from underneath that. I'm going to try and open it. Does it look like it's locked? Does it look like it have has any sort of security? It uh, it does not appear to be locked. As you uh, slide open this door, there's one more chair in this area. Um, there is a individual sitting in the chair with a VR headset on. has tubes coming out of them as well. They all seem to be going to some other area except for the one single tube that I mentioned that goes to the tap behind the bar. In this room is a ton of medical devices. There are like screens too. And as you kind of just take a quick glance around the room, you see that these screens seem to be going to these different different areas here. And you see a variety of different stages of development, kind of similar to back when um, you first saw this image that Kat showed you. Mm. And you are able to just intuit that you are looking at a variety of different like cloning vats. They seem to just be producing this person. It is in the chair, it is Jesse, and you're fairly sure there's something special about this one, just because of the setup. Yeah. She's gonna run over and just start inspecting all of the various tubes. Saf, I I don't know enough about this. Can you help me? Just is he alive? Is he functioning? I don't know what to do. Yeah, let me let me take a look. Take a look. See if I can figure out what can be detached and what can't and are we talking life support or just all that good stuff? Yeah, give me a med tech check. Med tech or first aid or paramedic? First aid's fine. I'll give you some luck. That's an 18. Yeah, I mean, you're able to deduce that there is... Um, one of them seems to be drawing like very small amounts of blood, but this is, you know, feeding tubes, yeah, like life support, things of that nature. Nothing you feel detaching would harm him. Okay, so not I mean, like in a major way. Like right. I'm just gonna... No life support, as in like if detached, he will die. Nothing like that. No, I'm talking like keeping him healthy. Right. I don't actually know what the words mean. She'll start slowly detaching. Nourished. Things. Nourished. Yeah. Probably leave the VR headset for last. Okay. Yeah. Until we get him all detached, so if he freaks out, he doesn't just start ripping things out. But he's didn't want to say okay. How does he look on like a on like a personal grooming check? Does he like have like a crazy beard and like super long hair, or are they like taking care of him, or like he looks impeccable? I was about to say, does he look emaciated from like clean, <laughs> clean shaven? He 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 Very looks like well he is yeah being taken care of. He's like their honored guest. So he looks like he's kept in perfect physical condition, like. Muscles moving and stuff like that. Yeah, even. there's like little patches attached to his muscles too, like little electro patches. 
Damn. You imagine that they're using to like stimulate his muscles and stuff. Like he's looking good. He's looking great. He's looking better than last time. So <laughs> pass that. Al- pass all that along to CC, and yeah, to detach everything, and then just leave the VR headset for CC to take off. He's got six pack abs. <laughs> Which, as soon as she's done detaching everything, and CC gets the okay that he's alive and in pretty good health, she will. Is there any process to like pulling someone out of VR? Like a gentler process than just ripping the VR headset off that she would know of? Can you initiate like a cooldown sequence? <laughs> um, How horrifying would that be if you thought this whole time your life was reality and then your wife looks at you and goes, initiating cooldown sequence, you'll wake up in five, four, three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I assume there's like a way to safely, safely, yeah, come out of it. Okay, then she would do that and then just stand right in front of him not like right in his face to freak him out but Mm -hmm. yeah after a moment he kind of like you know shuffles around moves around a little bit reaches up takes off his headset sees you and first thing he does is he gets this big smile he's like hey what are you doing and then he sees your arm and he's like what then he sees your like bullet wound he's like see what happened and he jumps up and immediately starts like fussing over you and she looks around at the rest of you and what happened what happened what happened roger waves you're alive oh my god i feel like i was what you're you're alive huh you're alive and she i will drop the shield and just start like patting his face trying to conceptualize that he is here and standing in front of me yeah i mean he's empathically able to tell that something is wrong and chooses to stop fussing over your physical injuries for a moment and just grabs you and pulls you in and holds you. And he's not a vampire. And then he bites you. (laughs) Not vampire, Cody. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) She is sobbing. So you see uh, you're, you know, buried in Jesse's arms. Jesse is you know, kind of just primarily concerned with whatever is happening with you right now. And I think all of you would see Jesse's eyes start to look around the room and kind of try to like, start to like acclimate to where he is at. And it wouldn't take super high, like human perception to think maybe he shouldn't see like the screens in the area around him. I'm going to start turning off monitors. I'm going to like stand in the doorway that leads out to all the clothes Mm -hmm. to block, block that view. Nice to meet you, mate. I'm Roger Sarko. And he, he, as soon as you speak to him, he kind of looks at you, and his eyes have kind of been darting around the room trying to, like, get his bearings. And he said, who are you people? What happened to Cece? Well, we we can talk about that, but this is probably not the right room for it. What, what year do you think it is? That's a great question. What year would you think it is, Cece? How long ago was... His funeral was four years ago. The year he would relay to you would be, he thinks it's he, he thinks it's that, and he thinks it's four years ago. Oh man, those were good times. Were? Cece <laughs> will pull herself together a little bit of just. <clears throat> oh, Jesse, it's you're bleeding. I d- yeah, it's it's been four years. What? No, it's it's been four years, Jesse. I don't know what my bitch mother told you, but. You've been locked down here for four years. She told me you were dead. He can see the seriousness from you, and he kind of just, like, takes a step back. 
free. It's just, it's been, I mean, it's been an afternoon. I've been, I've just been running tests. She lied to you. Did you know? What is this place? Where am I? What do you last remember, Jesse? I jacked in like I always do, and they have me do a variety of, you know, physical tests inside. I dumb stuff like putting puzzles together and and jogging and just just dumb stuff like that. It's the same as I four years. I just went to work, Cece. I just went to work this morning, and now you're telling it's me. It's been four years. Yeah, I know it's a lot. Take a minute, but we don't have more than a minute to take. There's a lot that has happened, Jesse. Um. <clears throat> yeah, there's been a few developments, you could say. How do I, uh, how do I nutshell this? Uh, vampires took over New City. Uh, Is that like strange, a powerful entities are unleashing havoc upon the population. The moon is blocking the sun, creating a perpetual night. You forgot that the moon is uh, alive. The moon is alive. Oh, is. okay. Okay, let's... His eyes are getting, like, super wide. He's, like, looking around to see if anyone's, like, laughing or anything. I'm not joking, mate. Oh, it, Jesse. It, the super armor frog guys. Those guys are real. There's frog guys. aliens. Let's, let's not... Okay, I think he gets it. The world's going to shit. Better he knows now, Cece, than when we walk him out the door and he sees it. It's better information than I gave Roscar. He just woke up from a four-year coma. And now he's about to go off-planet. And last but not least, we're going to take it to a spaceship, mate. We're all going to fly off into space to escape this madness. I... I just... I... This is... Uh, no. Not, just... I, I just need out of here. I, I want to go home. Jesse, I'm just going to go up and put my one hand on the side of his face to try and, like, pull focus to me. I know it's a lot right now. It's a lot for those of us who have been living it for the past while. But we're going to figure it out. What you need to know right now is my mother lied to you. Whatever you thought has been going on is not what's been going on. And we need to get out of here. That much is true, but we can't go home. You also need to put this duct tape across your eyes for when we walk out of this room. I was just, just for a little suggest while. holding the, the VR goggles on his head. Yeah. Uh, I don't want him to be able to take it off. He won't take it off. You really don't want to take him off. Can I duct tape the VR goggles to his head? It's a nasty sight. <laughs> Give me persuasion from uh, CC and uh, CC. You can roll that twice and take Kay. the higher. I know that this is a lot. I promise I will explain everything. But right now, I just need you to trust me. <laughs> so the first one was a botch. The second one is it should have a plus two, not a minus two, or it should be a twenty-one for persuasion. Because of the stem. Yeah, the okay. stim didn't apply on my character sheet, but... Did you drag it in and use it? Yeah, my character sheet's doing that weird thing where it's not updating well. Okay. Like, I keep having to adjust my hit points back down, so... Ah. But 21 for persuasion. Okay. Um, he seems, I mean, whole ass overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like, his yeah. eyes are darting around the room, but he just takes a deep breath, and he says, Okay. And he allows the, the goggles to, to cover his eyes. Very well. Anything we need to grab while we're here. Grinna, how quickly can you plant a virus? Uh, depends what you want it to do. I want it to just eat away this system. I want all the information gone if possible. Yeah, let me let me see what I can cook up really quick. Any uh, medical supplies lying around? That was going to be my next question, but <laughs> CC is a little bit preoccupied. Hey, fair enough. 
I mean, there would absolutely be like mundane magical supplies around, but I will take a uh, luck check from CC to see if there is perhaps a speed heal around here. Okay. Ha ha ha! A five! And my luck luck? is six. Uh, Yeah, you are able to find a speed heal. Oh, nice find. I immediately will stab that into myself. And then Grant, would you like me to make a virus check? A virus check. It's a it's a real thing that netrunners can do. Let's go. <laughs> What's the DV on that? That's up <laughs> to you. Well, it's uh, so okay. viruses like are, are part DV and part like time. It's like okay. how many net actions it takes to create and plant the virus. Gotcha. Yeah, the system here doesn't seem to be too like robust or complex. It seems like there's more like physical security, like getting yeah. to the area. One thing that you would note, Grinner, as you're as you're getting into here and getting ready to kind of do what you're going to do, it appears that essentially the subject, so to speak, which you would guess is Jesse, mm-hmm. the subject, uh, the subject has just the what has been identified through a lot of different like genetic markers and through you know research and blah 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 all this other stuff. Essentially, he just tastes really good. Oh, oh my god, God! And <sighs> they are. Due to his, you know, his blood type and his his physiology and all that, they're essentially just, you know, cloning and replicating and trying to mass produce this, uh, this blood. I I am not gonna share that with the group. Oh, well, you'll get punched if you do. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be good to have known that. <laughs> Another Roger conspiracy confirmed. Fucking on fire. Uh, and go ahead and make your make your check. I'm gonna set it pretty. I'm gonna set it at like a ten. So just don't like botch. Sixteen. Nice. That's a good virus. And what are you? What's your what's your intent with this? Wipe everything. Scramble it. Make it like as just as absolutely pervasive as possible. Just scr- scrambling everything. Got it. Yeah. And that starts to uh, everyone that would. You know, see that the screens kind of like flicker back on, and everything just you know turns into ones and zeros, and starts to like fragment. And, and I like think that. it's the kind of thing where it's like he works some like infinite loops in there, so like the hard drives and things themselves actually start overheating, like okay. f- physically damaging themselves. Got it. Thank you. And that's all the data, correct? Yeah. Um, this entire system. Yes. Okay. You do that, and as you are exiting the area that would cause the other Jessies to start to wake up. Oh, no. Oops. Yeah. Uh, uh, m- move move quickly. We're just going to leave them? <laughs> yes. I don't know what to do with them. All right, well, we're leaving them with like a last few juice boxes. Roscoe, I don't care that you metal. I will punch you. Just into the elevator. I mean... Uh, go, go, go. Just... All right. Maybe... Poke a whole few holes in some vats along the way. Jeez. I have the kat- I'll pull out the katana of like I can't use it if someone wants it. I was more thinking shooting it with a bullet, but I didn't want to waste bullets. But sure, that works too. I am just now focused on getting Jesse, making sure he keeps his visor on, and getting him to the elevator. Now I know you're mad at me at the moment, Cisse, but do you mind just holding the shield again? Yeah, okay. I'll put the shield up and I'll put Jesse's hands on my shoulders so that he's like following behind me and I'll hold the shield in front of me. Yeah, Roger looks at the weird clone guys walking around and shrugs. Okay. Feels wrong to leave him, but okay. 
Once we get in the elevator, I'm gonna put like a couple sh shots into the vats just to let them slowly drain. How many of them were there? Oh, I guess that's a good question. I assume there's just a couple. So big it's like ones. kind of like an auditorium, how I would describe it. You know what I mean? Like layered seats. So I'm probably like fifty to seventy. Well, more than I thought. I thought it was gonna be like so eight, and I was many. gonna make a V8 joke, but vats or clones? Clones. Oh, how many vats are there? Uh, like sixteen. Oh, well, I'm not gonna take that much time. I'm curious about what they, they what is actually inside those vats. I think it's just blood. I'm gonna shoot a hole in a vat and see what pours out. I think you know what pours out. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> blood assuming. starts to yeah, blood starts to spill out, and you start to hear uh, just panicking from the other you know around the corner, as you know Jesse would essentially wake up and see a bunch of himself and a bunch of dead him on the floor in front of him. Seems like there's some panic going on. Let's just leave the rest of the vats and go. Are you leaving? What are we doing with Jesse? Yeah, we are definitely just leaving. Okay. Well, then I guess we just put him in the elevator, right? I mean, if anything, we just tell them to go to floor one and run. I don't think Jesse should see what's coming out of that room. No, that's why we're getting in the elevator. He's got the VR headset on, right? I was talking about the uh, the other Jessies, I thought. <laughs> Roscoe, shut up. <laughs> All right. I was... I, Jesse, can you shoot a gun? He, uh, yeah, I guess he would, he'd be, when he hears the gunshot and he starts to hear the panic, I think he'd probably be a little bit, like, starting to get a little scared. Uh, and he's like, I, I mean, I've, I've been to the range a couple times, yeah? Great. I will, I have an extra, a second heavy pistol that I will, once we get in the elevator, I'm making sure uh -huh. we get in the elevator first before he takes off his visor or anything like that. I don't think we have time to get him out before going to find your kid. I don't either, but I was just asking to be nice. I appreciate it. Why can't we just bring him with us? I think that's the plan. Uh, it's just, all right. you know, dangerous. With you yeah. where? What What are you... T I Roscar looks like he's about to say something and then <laughs> looks to the side and just stops <laughs> stops himself. But he has a smirk as the el we we're just in the elevator. How does a fish smirk? As fishy of a smirk as he can. As fishy of a smirk as he can. www.fishsmirk.com. I even know if I want to try looking that up. Do not. Do not go to fishsmirk.com. Your eyes will burn. Your eyes will burn. The temptation grows now. And he, he takes the gun. It looks very awkward as he takes the gun from you, CC, and he sees you kind of like holding a gun also, and he just like. It seems like a lot for him. I know, I know, I know. I, like I said, I promise I will explain everything. We're kind of in life or death situation right now. What you need to know, we are in Titan Industries. They're assholes. They are enemy right now. If someone's shooting at you, you shoot back. Otherwise, stay behind me. And please, just don't get shot, okay? And don't throw grenades into the rooms with children. And don't shoot at children either, even if they're shooting you. Wait, we're yeah. not allowed to do that? What? There's children? If they're shooting at me. You figured it out. I didn't agree to that. I said I wouldn't use the explosives on them. Jesse, just hide in a corner, and if some large person comes towards you, just shoot. As okay. long as it's not one of us. I was about to say something gross. <laughs> of course you were. Just 
take cover. Whenever you can, we're gonna get up, get her kid, and get out. Uh, okay. I don't... I don't... Okay. Okay. Just hang on a little bit longer. I promise. Sure we didn't, shouldn't just drop him off in, like, Talon's office with this VR. We, we don't We don't know how getting out of here is gonna go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. To the top we go. Okay, so you're doing the black key card and you're pressing the up button? Sure. Is that the is that the intent? Just want to be clear. You're doing the black key card up, or you're just going to the top of the executive suites. <laughs> Where are we laughing? Why? Are we, what's going on? I'm confused. Rothgar's unsaid comment, and then Cody's. My unsaid comment was that I was going to say that we should just pile corpses on him, but then I realized that that's probably not acceptable. <laughs> I like how you said probably not acceptable. It's probably not acceptable. Uh, I think mechanically it's sound, all right? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to put these goggles on and feel some pressure just laying across your body, but just don't smell anything and don't move. (laughs) Anyways, yes, I think we're using the black key (laughs) card to go. Thank you. Okay. Roscar and Roger are in the corner, like whispering and laughing back to each other, giving each other <laughs> ideas. And um, yeah, so you do the panel, you scan the uh, black key card, and you start um, shooting upwards. Uh, someone give me a one d six while oh, the elevator heads oh, up. Oh god, who's left? Pippin. I think everyone's gone. I'm the only gone. one who did not get a shot at. Back, back around to CC. All right, here we go. A two! And the um, elevator continues to go up, up, up. It's like quite a ride going all the way up to the very top. Um, Once you feel like you've hit the normal floors, it slows down just a little bit. Uh, And eventually you get to the uh, upper end of the floors on the buttons. And you continue going up one more floor. The elevator dings and it opens up. So through this room... As you enter, uh, you see that you are on the very, very tippy top floor of Titan. And there is a circular glass area that goes all the way around. Other than the elevator, it's just um, it's just paneled glass. And it seems to be cut off into four quadrants with doors on each side. So you're in the bottom like right quadrant, caddy corner to you. So in the top left quadrant. There is um, a you know this massive desk. There is uh, a big heroic statue of General Parker, the presumed to have been the CEO of Titan Industries, and uh, this is his office. The quadrants um, to your right and left both have these like giant you know conference tables and projector screens and seats in that nature. In the quadrant to your right, Sapphire, you see Zane and you see Derek, who is Fallon's son, mm-hmm. actual son. Oof. In this quadrant with you right now is Fallon. Great. And she is sitting kind of behind reception. She has her feet up on the desk. And as the elevator opens, she you know, leans forward and fiddles with something kind of like under the desk area where she is and then stands up and you see that she has a, you know, some type of like hand cannon in her hand. Fallon? She kind of like 
stretches her back and cracks her neck a little bit, rolls it around. That took you quite a while. We had some detours to make. Hmm. Met your boss. He's pretty nice. He's very powerful. I am drawn to power, and he has it in spades. Don't know if I've ever met anyone quite like him. And she kind of, like, licks her teeth, and you see, like, these two vampire fangs. Giant vampire fangs. So what's what's going to happen here? Let's just cut the bullshit. Mm, straight to the point. Uh, and she kind of walks around from behind the desk, and she says, Well, it's it's simple for me. Basically, I'm going to kill you. You're going to let me. Right. Zane's going to watch. That will cause Zane to become the orphan. And that will kick into effect the next cycle of, of New City. So you already killed Tanaris then? No. I love Tanaris. Why would I hurt him? Well, He's just the best little be guy. Be the orphan. Both parents have to be dead. I guess to technically, as far as the definition of the word goes, you're correct. <laughs> but as far as the cycle goes, it's just you. And Tanaris isn't exactly alive, if you know what I mean. Yeah, where is he? At this exact moment, I, I suppose I don't know. I could call him, if you'd like. Yeah. The, the, the phones really don't work. I mean, ours do. So we're just, just going to fight this out? No, 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 no. I don't want to fight at all. And then wh- why would I let you just kill me? Oh, <laughs> if you don't, then we'll, we'll just kill Zane. I only see you in here. Derek! And Derek, her son... Yes, could you know, not more than like seven or eight years old, pulls some type of small pistol fuck. out of his pocket and steps around behind Zane. He's such a good boy. Give your child a gun. Yes, of course. Very huge thing to do, Fallon. So what do you expect me to just walk up there and let you kill me? Honestly, yes. I think that for some reason and... This has made me quite angry for quite a long time because I wanted it to be Derek. But unfortunately, it's Zane, and I would gladly give my life for Derek to become the orphan, the hero, the one to save the universe. I mean, it's an honor, Sapphire. You should be honored. But yes, I I fully expect you to let this play out. All right. How are you going to kill me? Well, I was planning to just put this gun in your mouth. See, now that's just very unexciting. Good for me. (laughs) I feel like if you're going to kill me, you should at least do it in some kind of creative way. Like nice, up close, and personal. I mean, obviously, you're up to something. I'm not an idiot, but what's the... You're all powerful, right? Um, relatively. So what do you have to worry about, even if I do have something planned? She looks around to each of the, uh, each of you. <sighs> Going to make this difficult, aren't you? I and mean, she walks from behind the desk <laughs> and um, holds her her pistol out and takes a couple steps towards you. Sapphire's gonna take a couple steps towards her. Greener's gonna inch towards the door with the boys in it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Does Derek look like he's in his own faculties? Does he have sort of the glazed over look that Nelka did? He doesn't look glazed over. He looks like kind of like 
brainwashed little excited. child. Excited, yeah, like like <laughs> okay. picture like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like he's oh, like boy. excited, he's ready to go. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. And how far away are we from the kids? <sighs> I mean, it's a relatively large area, so it's got the quadrants and it's got the glass. Um, probably like twenty meters or so. Okay. Oh, I want to shoot him now, mommy. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Sapphire is just going to try to get as close as possible, whether that makes her shoot or not. Oh, she just smiles. That's a good girl. Just think of it this way. Think of everything that Zane can become when you fulfill your stupid destiny. Makes it sound like I'm much more important than you, Talon. She, she like flinches at that. And her, she's like sees red for a moment, and she's just like <sighs> processed that. Do you think that's why Tenaris liked me more? I don't know why you're so fucking important to everyone, why you're so important to Graham, why you're so important to Tenaris. I don't get it. I don't get why. Dimitri too. Don't forget about him. She takes this like very deep breath. She's like, I fucking killed Dimitri. <laughs> I, I mean, he's him not myself. fully dead, right? Like, he's just out there with a stake in him. He's as dead as we get. Well, that's not true. She gives you an odd look. It's like, you can't kill me. Oh, did, did Graham not tell you? Oh, you really must not be that important. She, Maybe we know that. Yeah, she takes another step towards you and she says, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm important. Graham trusted me. To do what? To kill you. I'm getting as close as humanly possible to that door with the kids in it. Started. Give me a stealth check. Yeah. <laughs> if possible, I'm trying to shift my body to block Grinner Ooh. as he moves. A 23 for stealth. Nice. nice. I'm not walking closer to the door. I'm kind of going around the other way around the room. I need to just kind of like arts combat real quick. Flank, flanking, <laughs> I guess, would be the term. But I'm not like I'm moving about like Grinner is, but not towards the door, but more just clear side of the door and inside, just so I can see what's going on in there. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, she takes another step towards you, Sapphire. She's probably like one more step away from having the gun like pressed against your forehead, and she does not notice uh, Grinner since she's starting to. She's getting a little worked up. Mm. You're not gonna get. <laughs> You're not gonna get in my head. I've played through this, and I've had plenty of time to stew about you being special and your stupid son being so important. But guess what? After I do this, he'll still be much more important than your son and you. But he'll basically be my son at that point. I mean, I'll he raise could him. Have already been your son, and you could have already raised him. I feel like this is your fault. She takes that last step towards you and puts the gun, like, I mean, the the steel touches your head. Do we have a deal or not? How close is Grinner? To the door? Yeah. I mean, I think he's he's at the door, and Derek is kind of, like, excitedly watching you and her. He rolled very high on his stealth checks. So I mean, I think he's at the door, and he's probably got, you know, another, like, 12 feet or so to go, like going through the door and then getting to them if you were to physically get to them. Uh, Grinner, you would see as you get here this close and you're kind of like just at the door that this glass is thick. Okay. It's like probably easily like, you know, five inch thick glass. I want to like 
try the handle to see if this is locked at all. It's not. Then I'm going to try and slide into the room. I know it's like all glass everywhere, so this might draw people's attention, but... Yeah, you're going to have to give me a stealth check for that. Uh, very difficult, probably, to get in through the door. But let's Here see. Here we go. Let's see how distracted they are. I got a 20. 20 is pretty good. Hmm. It's just a B. It's just a B. It's not a B. Um, okay, so I'm just going to do a... Just gonna grab one of my mooks here and do a perception roll. So a booster has four perception. Very unlikely that they will beat this, and they do not. Uh, the door is open, Grinner. I slip in, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna try and get as close to him as possible before acting. Okay. All right. Gun to head. Yeah, gun to head. You see, Grinner is like basically within crabbing distance of Derek. Okay, I think then... Fuck. I hate this. Um, she'll just look at Fallow and Dead, like, not flinching with this gun at all, and just be like, well, one of us is going to die, and she's gonna just full-on try to grapple her. Okay. Having stake right nearby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like what we need to do here is, um... I'm going to have you roll basically like initiative with her mm-hmm. to see if she gets a shot off before um, before you can do that. And if she does, it's going to be, you know, a shot to the head and it's not going to be able to miss just because it's so close. Right. So let's see here. Let me give my vampire stat block a pistol here. And then are we doing damage essentially like aim touch up? Yes. Okay. Oh, man. Vampires have high ref. But I only rolled a two. Oh, that's like a it. ten. That's a fourteen. Hell <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So, um, let's do. Um, it's gonna be Sapphire. Why don't you get in on this too, Grinner? Reflex. Yeah, reflex. Just since you're involved in the very, very, very hyper time sensitive things. Got a seventeen. Okay. So we'll, it'll be Sapphire, nice. you, and then Fallon. Okay. So you're going to try to grapple her, which is mm-hmm. uh, brawling. Yep. Okay. Versus her evasion. Yep. Oh, that's a botch. Mm. That's what I didn't need a botch. <laughs> fuck me. Oh. That feels fitting. What the fuck? Yeah, I got a 33 on my evasion with a preem. <laughs> yep. So she, you, you know, try to grab her, and she's just so fast, just like, whoosh, just like is able to to dodge and then Grinner what do you do so what I would like to do if I'm close enough I just want to like pistol whip his hand that has the gun in it (laughs) just like because I'm not too concerned about like his brawling capability I guess Mm -hmm. just mostly want to get the gun out of his hand okay so that's isn't that like a targeted melee attack if if it's gonna be that so I have my heavy pistol loaded with rubber bullets and I might just okay. shoot him in the hand then. Okay, so do an aimed... Not a disarm move. What? Isn't there an aimed shot for that? That's what I just oh, said, a... yeah, aimed yeah. shot. Oh. oh, I'm just surprised there's not like a actual like just disarm. There's a grab as part of melee. Well, those, yeah, those are the options. You can grab him, grab and hold an opponent or take away an object they are holding. So you can try to grab it out of his hand, which yeah. would be brawling. Mm, okay. Or you can uh, do an aimed shot with the rubber bullet to try to disarm him. 
Okay, yeah, as long as as long as the the disarming is like guaranteed upon hit. The disarming is guaranteed upon hit and it'll be a DV thirteen. Okay. But I think you get minus four for aimed. Right, right. Yeah. But it's still still probably better odds than my brawling. Mm. Okay. Alright, and I'm gonna spend luck on this, because this feels important. A little bit. Uh, held item. There we go. Fuck. <laughs> I do get two shots though, right? You do. Yeah. Alright, last bit of luck here. Sixteen. <gasps> Jesus, oh. why you're gonna give me a fucking <laughs> <laughs> The um you do that and Derek just screeches, just hisses. <laughs> and the pistol clatters to the ground. And then I, I want to just, like, kick the gun out of the way, put myself between Derek and, and the other boy. Okay. The lad. The lad. And Sapphire, since she did not go first, it's not a guaranteed hit, but it is only a DV-13, and she is still going to aim for your head here. Which is minus eight. It's not minus four. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. And she botches. <gasps> almost, <laughs> almost a max... Negative four. Botch. Negative four. Shot goes wild. What do you do, Sapphire? Um, I'm just going to try to stab her. With the stake? Yeah. Amazing. What is that? (laughs) That will be a uh, melee weapon. Melee. Relevant melee skill. Melee weapon? Melee weapon. I can't fight you to use martial arts instead, right? (laughs) Hmm. I don't think so. Sorry. No, I don't think so either. Last bit of luck. This is not good, though. Do I have to roll? Uh, versus evasion. Yeah. Oh my God! Jesus! (laughs) Good hell. Max, two preems on the evasion in a row. Is there anything I can do to help at this point? Yeah, I was gonna say. at this point, stop moving um, around. Stop squirming. I think everyone can get involved. So um, we'll do, we'll do, we'll, we'll keep doing the group thing. So this uh, is going to be her turn, and then it will be back to you guys. And Rosgar and CC and Grinner and Roger can all get involved. Okay. She's gonna try to like get herself right and get herself like um, steady. And she brings this um, pistol back to bear, and she's going to take one more shot at your head. You can see, and she's like drooling. She wants it so badly. Her eyes are wide. Her pupils are dilated. And she's just, just seems to not notice anything else. She's just completely fixated on you, Sapphire. And she misses again. (laughs) Sucks to suck, Fallon. That's you guys. I'm darting into the room with the two boys and getting close, but like hunkering down in the corner and just be like, Zane, get over here. And like motioning to behind the shield. Give me a persuasion check. Persuasion? Mm-hmm. That is a 21. 21? Uh, Zane turns around and slaps Derek and then runs <laughs> over <laughs> to the boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my son. So as soon as he gets over, I'm like, curling my arm full around him as if I'm giving him a hug, but like shield in front of both of us backing up with Jesse behind me. Got it. Grinner, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to keep my rubber bullet pistol trained on Derek. Be like, stay out of this little guy. You don't want any part of this. And I'm going to back up towards the door as well. He's like 
crying and holding his little paw. Mm. Oh, I forgot they were Ketik. They're just little kittens. Just little kittens. (laughs) He's not cute. Derek is not cute. (laughs) Is he like a feral little kitten? He's one of those werewolf cats. He's just a baby. Rosgar and Roger. What are you guys doing? I think I would try and help uh, Sapphire, like, pin down uh, the whole girl here. Okay. And Rosgar's just going to try to shoot her. (laughs) That's my Rosgar. Give me a brawling (laughs) uh, against an 18. I fail. I fail. She's significantly better at that than me. She's very fast. Stop squirming. Rosgar, give me a shot. All right. First one's going to miss. A little bit. Well, since I got that out of the way, let's 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 see if no, because thing innovation though, yeah, not aim shot, just nineteen. Um, she dodges it. What a slippery bitch. <laughs> she looks around and sees everything, and sees that Cece has Zane, and sees Derek crying, and she looks a little frantic for a moment. And she takes a step back towards the desk. Mm. I think she's gonna take one more shot at Sapphire. She she looks she looks like she's thinking about it. She definitely uh, definitely like you know looks at Derek and think you can tell she's like thinking about going to him for a moment. And then she looks around and but then just just the craze in her eyes continues. I get to go before her, right? Oh, did you not go yet? No. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely get to go. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. But <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I think I think I just have to hope that she's going to botch one of these times. Because evasion's just going to dodge everything. I'm, I'm going to try to grab her again. I'm not going to try to stab her. Okay. It's a 19. Darn. That's a good chance. Oh my what god. The fuck? But I preemed again with a 34. All three, times. All All three, three times. preems. They haven't even been like small preems. No. no. They've been enormous. All three times I've gone after her, they've been above a 30. <laughs> yup. Alright, now she can shoot me. Okay. <laughs> one last shot. She has six bullets left. Not one last shot. She takes another shot and she has six bullets left. Oof. That oh, one. Oh, there's my fourth Prem with Fallon uh, shooting at Sapphire's head. Prem does not do anything, but that does hit. Um, and I don't actually remember how headshots work. If it gets through my armor, it does double damage. Whatever okay. gets through the armor does double, yeah. yeah. <gasps> that does not get through my armor. Through. <gasps> it doesn't even get through the armor? No. no. Oh my god. That's amazing. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> Plinks off your helmet. <laughs> All right, let's start with Grinner and Cece. What are the two in that area doing? If so, I, I want to make sure Cece gets through the door with Zane, mm-hmm. and then as, as long as Derek isn't like making a move to grab the pistol, I'm gonna rush back out and I'm gonna try and auto fire with my submachine gun on Fallon. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just still shield up to the door and then rotating around the door, so the shield is always between us. And whoever, I probably, at, as soon as I get outside of the door, I'm going to shift it to be between us and wherever Fallon is. Okay. All right, uh, Grinner, give me that uh, shot. Okay. A 20. Can I preem? No. But you didn't get enough. But I didn't need to. 23. 
Um, that's then Please. going to go to <laughs> Rostgar and Roger. Well, I'm gonna shoot the bitch. <laughs> twenty-two and a twenty-two to hit. You know what I think would balance evasion more is if you could only dodge one bullet around. Mm, yeah, it's kind of like rolled a reaction. Below a seven on Fallon uh, no, yet? I don't think you have. No. Oh my gosh. I think I dodge all of them. You've dodged all of them so far, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could say my health is still full. Uh, Sapphire, that's you. Did Roger go? Uh, no, not oh, yet. Oscar. I, I honestly don't know what to do, man. She's so good at dodging, it feels like kind of pointless to even attack her. She could botch. Her luck's got to run <laughs> yeah. out eventually. I mean, I have a steak too, right? It's not a fancy frog steak, but... Right? Yeah, we've it's all got steak. steaks, I assume. I'm just going to try and stake her. Okay. Melee weapon. 13. Pitiful. Jeez. She is not hit by that. This is how it feels when I'm shooting you guys, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just gotta, gotta get out, right? Um, Sapphire. Fuck it, I'm just gonna keep trying to grab onto her. Okay. It's a 17. <laughs> 24. Do we just want to make our way towards the elevator and, like, leave her? That's the plan. Yeah, that's. I am just backing my way towards the elevator. Roger's got like the bloodlust, and he looks back. He's like, "Oh, all right, we leave it now." Oh, oh, oh I see. <laughs> she starts to kind of like um, make her way towards the door to-, to Derek too, and she stops, looks at that door, and then looks back at you, and she says, "If I let you leave, Graham's gonna kill me. Graham's gonna kill me if I let you leave." And she sadly turns away from her own son and starts back towards you, Sapphire, and is going to try to kill you again. And misses. Does miss. Yes. Fallon, this is going nowhere, quite literally. I'm going to leave. You can take this time to take your son and go. Look at him, he's crying. Mm. She does, I mean, that does, that does seem to like give her just a moment of pause. Give me a persuasion check. It's a 17. She looks at Derek and then looks back at you. And she said, you just, you need to get us out of this building at least. You can't just leave me here. I mean, you can come with us. But if I bring you in this elevator and you try to kill me, we're going to have problems. She looks at you and with no other choice, really, she drops her gun. And she said, I... Just get me out of the building. Get Derek out of the building, please. And where's Tanaris? Uh, he's, I don't know. He's probably probably in the break room waiting for me still. Right, well, call him to get out of the building too. Come on. I don't know where your boss is, but... She just looks around her. Don't shoot her or the kid. Is Fallon being honest? Like, is is this a true desperation move? Or is she like, haha, this will be my next phase of the plan? <laughs> Give me, yeah, like a human perception. It's a 14. Sapphire's choosing to believe she's not going to put her child in danger. Uh, 14? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell. She definitely seems crazed. She definitely seems desperate. But I think you all just kind of saw the exchange. Like, no one was really hurting anybody. Sure about this, Seth? Yep. I don't want to be her. Okay. And you see her. She goes back into that room and she gets on the phone for a second. And then she... um, grabs Derek for the moment and seems like almost half, you know what I mean? Like seems like a normal person for a split second while she kind of like comforts Derek 
just for a moment and then just like grabs him and starts dragging him out of there and towards the elevator. Denaris will meet us down there. It's going to be a really awkward ride down. I imagine like Fallon's in one corner and we're all like bunched up <laughs> in the opposite corner. Yep. I still have the shield out in front of me, Zane, and uh, Jesse. Is there a back door? To Titan? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's loading docks and stuff. I don't know. Because if Graham gets any whiff that you're trying to run, I'm worried he's going to be down there waiting for us. <sighs> she she shrugs and shakes her head. Just nothing I can do about that. We'll find out when we get there. Okay. Yeah, and as the as the elevator just begin continues to go down... Um, it just seems like it just seems like the longest elevator <laughs> ride ever. Uh, and then it dings, and just like in the moments, but in the moments before it stops, she says, ah, "Don't be mad about what." Well, just Tanaris might not be how you remember him. Fuck! What did you do? Just, just remember we have a deal. You said you'd let me get out of here if I stopped fighting you. Just because I, I don't did. have a gun doesn't mean I can't fight back. A deal is a deal. Yeah. And uh, the elevator dings and opens up. And Tanaris is just kind of standing outside of the elevator. Uh, looks a lot like Nelka did. Seems at this point relatively like expressionless. His eyes are a little bit glazed over. And he's just kind of like staring off into space. And there's no getting him back, huh? She shakes her head no. Give me a human perception check. That's a 12. The fuck? I don't get all these double rolls. <laughs> uh, she just shakes her head no. Do I want him to live? Yes. Because I'm not going to kill a father in front of their kid. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I had to think that one through for a second. I had to think that one through. <laughs> You're lucky we have a deal, Fallon. I mean, he's yours. You won. She kind of, like, bites her tongue. Hope you're happy that you needed to use your powers to win. Takes a deep breath and shakes her head. I I have a son, and I understand things aren't great between you and I, but I don't have anywhere to go. I, I can't go to the frogs. I can't stay here. Where are you all planning to go? Are you shitting me, Fallon? <laughs> no, I'm not shitting you. Who are you? Someone who really doesn't want you coming with us. Seth? I might have one more thing you want. I, I don't know. I might. And what would that be? She seems a little concerned, con- quiet, uh, takes a moment. Well, I know that you were looking for these keys, I suppose they're called. Oh, you still have that. I just assumed you gave it up. Insurance? Against who? I don't know. It seemed important to you. What is it? Oh, God, do we really want that at this point? I sure don't. Can we just break it? I I don't know if we want to break it, because I don't want Valencia then making us out to be enemy number one. But if we have it with us, she might come find us. I would say leave it behind. Bring them to Titan, they can take it down. Put it, like, on the elevator and send it back up to the top floor. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we could reason with it. Is that out of the question? From when I went in to get the creepy old guy, it sounds like they need someone to go in and get it. I don't want to be anywhere near it. I don't want to bring out whatever the fourth entity is. I vote we leave it behind, and they can find someone else to be the guinea pig to go in and get their last friend. It seems crazy to leave behind. What do you want it for at this point? You see, look what they've done. 
Me personally, I'm of the opinion of strapping it to a grenade and just pulling a pin and throwing it. I mean, I kind of feel that way too, but I get that Valencia might realize and get real mad. Seems like a bartering chip. I mean, as far as we know, the Dream might be listening to this conversation right now, right? They're supposed to be everywhere all at once. Well, I mean, if you... He might not have been, but more likely not. Oh, he's now. Mentioned Roger, what would you barter with them for? What can, what can they offer us at this point? To let us live. I don't think they give a shit. Maybe we just put it in the body cart. Like, cart guy deal with it. Sure. <laughs> or, like, put a nice little note on it, like, full gram with a little heart. Uh, I do. Your little democracy is adorable, but do we have a deal or not? If, yeah, Fallon, you can come with us. Just shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> it's not all about you all the time we all given her option two right yes what's option two the only option apparently i mean she's coming with us and then there's two options there and she gets the option two right but she's not going to take it oh so now you're concerned with people's choices no i'm not concerned with the choices we just tried to stab her a billion times and couldn't well i mean if she's in option two we can't stab her I'm fine with option two. I'm just saying, I don't think she's going to fall for it. All right, what are we doing with the drive key thing? How about this? Fallon, you want to get off planet? Yes. Great. Then you will go with us and you will agree that we will get you off planet in whatever way we deem safest. Okay. Deal? Yes. Yes. I don't know what you mean, but yes. Great. I vote we leave the key behind. Now we have that part taken care of. All right. Oh, I still say we hang on to the key, but oh, it seems like I'm outvoted. I mean, if you want it, Roger, that's on you. I'm not I'm not going to be able to defend you when Valencia comes asking for your head. I just think that she's going to come anyway, and when she comes, we might as well have the key. Couldn't hurt to be trying to be in her good graces. She seemed at least sympathetic to me when we met back at the Battle of the Bands. Then let's take the key. We gotta get back, guys. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Roger can figure it out with Valencia. I guess I'll take the heat in that case. You're taking the key? You're yeah. taking the key. So Fallon would uh, just, after you agree to everything, she would just confirm you have her word one more time. And then she would ask Tanaris, and Tanaris would uh, pull a hard drive out of his jacket and hand it over. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Fascinating. He's definitely going with option two. Yeah. Shall we? Let's get out of here. And you all exit. Pile into Rhonda. You exit the Titan Tower. Uh, Jesse is just silent at this point as he sees the scene outside of the front of Titan Industries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Put those goggles back on me. I forgot about this part. I'm just pulling him along. Probably been silent since we entered the elevator. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. He's he's entering shock at this juncture. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's not doing great, and he's he's fallen pretty much silent and gone into kind of some freeze mode here. I'm doing all I can to just keep him physically moving along. At, at the foot of the stairs outside Titan Industry is waiting Valencia. Ugh. Well, that was quicker than expected. There you go, Roger. Looks up at you all, and she says, It's you again, little one, and your friends. Hi. You are such great help to the cause. I don't know why you're doing it, but I do appreciate your sacrifice. 
I know it's very scary right now, and you're probably wondering why this is all happening, and it's all very unfortunate, and I'm very sorry that you had to see all that, and I wish it could be a different way, but I'll need one of you to unlock this final door for me. Valencia, I have a quick question for you. Yes, child. What is this cause you keep referring to? What are we forwarding for you all? What does our sacrifice mean? Oh, that's so sweet of you. Uh, it's very hard to understand. Try to explain it. I don't think I can, little one. I'm sorry. It's a big, big, big world. And there are a lot of big, big forces out there. And the things I have to do to fight them, they cost a lot. What what do you mean, cost a lot? I know it's hard to understand. I don't have a lot of time, though. I need the key, and only one of you can do that for me. I don't want to ask again. All right. So let's say we do help you. Um, We much appreciate that you've been letting us live in all. Uh, What say we continue that arrangement? She shrugs. She's like, I I understand. Uh, It's scary, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. I I, I don't mind if you want to hide a little bit longer. I mean, I don't know how much longer that will be, but I really don't mind. You've been so helpful. You've been so cooperative. All right, so we we scratch your back, you scratch ours, right? With no interference policy from you and your friends. It, it just, she's not taking you, like, all the way seriously in this moment. And she just kind of has a smile on her face and she's nodding, you know what I mean? Like, in agreement. And she's like, Son, that sounds very good. Roger shrugs and says, I told you it was a good idea to keep this. <laughs> all right, uh... Is it me, y'all? Am I going in? You're the one who wanted the key, Roger. Well, my plan seems to have worked. So, I'm sure. I guess. Whatever. If you say so. (laughs) Everything's coming up, Roger. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go in if I have to. I said I would, I suppose. (laughs) Everything's coming up, Roger. (laughs) I summon the dream! So, Roger, you approach Valencia... And she holds out one of her hands and basically puts a hand on your face and a hand on the hard drive. And you find yourself somewhere in just some extremely, like, thick fog. Hello! Yeah, looking to looking around, looking to your left, looking to your right, looking forward. You don't really see anything specifically, but you keep seeing, like, things moving out of the corner of your eye. And as you kind of proceed into the fog the visions just start to get even crazier and wilder. And you realize that this fog that you're in looks a lot like what was behind this crack in the sky that Valencia had created. Like, it's a little bit hard to look at. I need you to make me a resist torture check here. Oh, great. I love making those. Oof. Is this all happening, like, really fast compared to us in the outside world? Yeah, <laughs> We're just all just, like, shuffling our feet. Sorry, Pippin, what was the question? Is this all just, like, happening inside the thing, like, super fast compared to the outside world? I mean, there's some time passing. Is there something you wanted to do? Does she seem out of it when Valencia? she connected up? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, she's, it was just, like, the weird touching of both Roger and the key, like, she went she in with them. She just thinks I'm cute. No, I mean, the way that she's, she's holding Roger's face, she's looking over him, like, you know, you'd only ever see a parent, you know what I mean? Like, look over a child. She's, she has this, like, kind of soft smile. 
and it's just contrasted. Like Nyx is on her back, breathing heavily. She's covered in like blood and gore. You've seen her just like slice through people. You know what I mean? But she, okay. she's looking on at Roger with some very genuine compassion. All right, but Roscar is not thinking of doing stuff while she's definitely conscious. <laughs> well, I got a seven. That's a seven. So that is going to be ooh, 15 <gasps> points of humanity loss. <gasps> Ouch, that's not good. That's a lot. Yeah, Goodness. I don't know what that looks like for Roger. I mean, I'm at 63 right now, so 48. Well, you were the right person to go in this key. Yeah. <laughs> and then give me a some type of check to get your bearings in this. So this can be like tracking or wilderness survival or perception would work too. Something to that effect. However you deem to try and get your bearings here. Yeah, I suppose let's go with perception. I botched. Great. Hello! (laughs) (laughs) I'm lost in here, mate! Yeah, you see these like huge shapes like stepping over you at this point and just like the visions in the corners of your eyes are getting crazy. You can't quite focus on anything. Make another resist torture and drugs check. 11. <laughs> That's another uh, 11. It's another D6 of humanity loss. You know, you might have the humanity for it, but <laughs> I don't know if he's the right person to send it for that <laughs> check. That's four humanity lost. Another perception check? Yeah, some some way to try and get your bearings or find out where you are or where you've been. I mean, perception's my best bet in that regard. Okay. 18. There you go. You find, um, as you're kind of like making your way through the fog here, it's starting to you know drive you a little bit mad. Um, you see, finally, like a little ways up, you see a like very solid shape as compared to the way everything else seems to be moving. And if you were to move towards it, you would see it's like a large spider. Oh, great. <laughs> but where the spider's like face would be is like the upper half of like a humanoid body. So think kind of like a drider, but it's it's larger than that. And the spider itself is like more like a wolf spider. It's got like fur on it. Gross. They have like very long hair. Their, their chest is like smooth um, forward. They, um, you know, they, they, they have features uh, that are masculine and feminine. Androgynous. Sure. And um, once you kind of go through the fog a little bit, it just very quickly like skitters up to you and then leans down and seems to be just like, just looking through you. And who are you? You're a lot different than I expected. Oh, what did you expect? What did you expect here? You didn't expect me? No, quite unpredictable. Is it time to go? 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 Are we going? Yeah, I think it's time to go. Uh, your friends are waiting on you. Uh, oh, goody. Uh, we do have some sort of a deal going right now that we're allowed to live, though, so I don't know if that's, like, part of your thing, but, you know, you can't eat me and my friends, all right? <sighs> okay, fine. Who said so? Uh, Valencia. <sighs> okay. I mean, Valencia's right. not here. I could just have a little nibble right now and she'd never know. But then how would I get out of here if I did that? Yeah, how would you get out of here? See, now you're thinking. All right, I'm just going to go. If you could point me in the direction of the door, I'll just get us both out of here. It is quite maddening in here. Oh, it's, it's wonderful in here. It's quite nice. Uh, it's, 
I uh, really could make our time pass a little bit differently for for others. Uh, uh, this way, this way, this way, this way. And he skitters off um, into the fog a little bit, and you uh, follow him. Give me one more resist torture and drugs check. Okay. Yeah, six. God damn it, dude. For someone who does a lot of drugs, I don't usually try to resist them. <laughs> <laughs> What's another nine humanity loss? Oh, At least for that 3d6, you got pretty low rolls up. I came in here, like, solid. Yeah, this place messed you up. This is, like, half my shit. Yeah, you almost took 30. It's definitely good you're the one that went in. All right. And then he shows you, yeah, a pixelated kind of door that seems to be shimmering. <laughs> Much more put together than the other ones that you've seen. Uh, it still still shimmers a little bit, but it looks like very solid object. I suppose um, Roger would ask as we were walking, you know, as we pull up, I'm like, oh, I, I told you my name, but you never told me yours. Oh, I have so many different names. Uh, you could just call me Vale. All right. I like it. It's a good name. Thank you. Wait, what did you say? Vale. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you said. Vale. I said Vale. Vale, Vale, Vale. For a second, I thought you said Dale. I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, no. Dale's a stupid name. Sounds like something you would eat. Right, it's a nerd's name. Anyways. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, I guess I'll see you on the other side. Uh, I guess I open the door. Open the door. And through the portal steps what I just described. You know, it kind of like has to squeeze out of this door. Uh, this thing is, you know, the, the humanoid part of it is about as big as you are but it's like you know the body of it is like minivan sized and then the legs go out even further than that um, as it kind of squeezes through this door and then stands up what is that oh wow it's what is that yep. and then i follow oh god it's so boring here i'm gonna try and block zane and jesse's eyes She's like don't don't look away don't look okay seth's doing that for a kid <laughs> What's the oh. matter? What's that? Do you want to take a look? Hello, Valencia. Thanks for letting me out. And Valencia kind of steps away and drops the hard drive, looks to you all and says, hey, I suppose you can go hide. Okay, yeah, thanks. Thank you all. You've been instrumental. Let's go. Good call. Before you go, I'm really curious. Who put you in there? She looks at you. Those are problems that are so far beyond you. Oh, 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 okay, Dave. Thank you so much for your help. I, I really have to insist that you scurry along now um, so that you can stay safe, uh, if that's what you want to do. But there's a lot more work to do, and it just doesn't concern you. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Um, good luck. Staff is going to start shuffling people to like yep. away towards yep. the car. Roger has just a crazy look in his eyes. Roger, Roger you, you, you okay? You okay? Talk about it in the car. I mean, yeah, as we're going towards the car. That place was horrible. Well, plenty of time for therapy on the ship. What happened? <laughs> it was a madness dimension. Oh, shit. Went up is down and left is right. <sighs> just, I, I can't even begin to comprehend... That spider thing was the most reasonable thing in there. <laughs> That's awful. I'm so sorry. What was it like for you guys when you went in? 
I mean, it was just a wasteland for me with the creepy guy just pointing back to the entrance. To the portal, oh, that's lucky. all it was. Uh, mine was a, a forest with little woodland animals. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Roscar raises his flip. I'd never win in. <laughs> but I would like to go in to the car. And that is campaign two. <laughs> Everyone, for now at least, <laughs> has survived. Gave Valencia the last key. Made it out with Fallon somewhat peacefully peaceful ishly i don't think anyone got hurt right one bullet went into one helmet but nobody actually got hurt yeah yeah nobody actually got shot that was earlier though not in the fight with fallon (laughs) well that's true so what i'd like to do you know knowing that moving forward tom is going to get as many people on the ship as he can and then he is going to digitize the rest of them everyone from hawk's landing and just a, a lot of people uh, that sh- that Roger has kind of drawn to him are going to get off on this first landing ship. First landing ship is going to go into orbit, and there will be some people living in the computers there, and there will be some people um, just on the ship. And what I'd like you to do is just don't take the story past, you know, th- when you're in orbit on space, but anything that happens between now and the ship taking off is uh, up to you guys um, and you can you know, tell me any you know thing that you might do or say or how it might go with everyone getting put on the ship and things like that but I'm going to let you guys take the wheel from here and uh, kind of outro your campaign two characters for everyone uh, and congratulations on everyone fucking surviving in a cyberpunk red game I didn't know that was a thing I thought you're all supposed to die <laughs> I was told there'd be violence well, there was, but... There was certainly <laughs> violence. <laughs> I'm now curious about the, the, what would have happened if we did Roscar's idea of blowing it up, but that's, that's not what we're doing right now. <laughs> I suppose my only question about the people boarding the ship and stuff is, does Spinal Scepter 2.0 survive? Uh, they make it to the first landing, yeah. Okay. Are you putting them physically on the ship? I mean, I would keep them physically on the ship. I would be like, hey, guys, come over here to the VIP section. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think they would listen to you. I think Kellen is probably the only one who would decline. She would ask to be digitized? Yeah, I I think she would make the point that there's no promise of rescue, and she'd rather do that than starve to death than a ship in orbit around New City. Fair. Can we not be digitized after we are in space? That's entirely possible that you could. That's magic that Tom can do. I'll say when we get back to first landing, I immediately, I'm keeping Jesse right by my side, whether he's shock comatose or not. I just keep pulling him along. I find Olvin and just take the three of us and get us situated on the ship and just as quietly and gently as possible, start talking to Jesse, getting both of them caught up on everything that happened starting that therapy process while bandaging all the wounds so I'm not bleeding out on the ship. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it takes some time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But being around people, being away from all of that, you know, eventually he starts to, you know, come out of it a little bit and starts to talk to you a little bit more and you think he'll he'll be okay eventually. (laughs) Yeah, it'll take time. I think there's two things Sapphire would do before just trying to get to know her kid. 
Um, the first, she would actually probably try to help Fallon and her kid actually get on the ship instead of be digitized, if she could sneak that around the group. I was going to say, Cece would, one of the things she made the deal with Fallon is that she would get on, and Cece was fully intending to digitize her. She doesn't trust Fallon. Fallon. I'm aware. That doesn't mean you're watching her the whole time. Fair. So is this like, are we having our last roll off right now? <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we want to handle that. Yeah, I think the question Fallon would be if you see before... fast motherfucker. Yeah, I think the question is what you see before you guys get into space. Because after, it'd be impossible not to see. Yeah. Since everyone's going to be kind of intermingled there. Right. So yeah, I guess give me a perception check, CC, And give me a conceal reveal check, Andy. That's a preem for a 27. Damn. Damn. Nope, 22. You are able to sneak Fallon onto the ship. So it's the first bad decision. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the second one, she would actually pull Cece aside later on. And be a, Cece, can I, can I talk to you real quick? Yeah, what's up? So you've got this whole thing about choices going on. And I know you're unhappy with how this went. And she's going to pull out the hard drive from back when they were in the quarantine beta with all of their other souls in it. Mm. And she's gonna just hand it to Cece. And she's gonna be just, you know what this is, you remember? Yeah. It's got um, all our counterparts in it. Mm-hmm. This has the real Roger in it. Like the original. Oh, like the one that didn't... Yeah. He didn't come out with us. How do you know that? Tom told me. Oh. So... I've been holding on to this because I didn't think he should know. Yeah. But you're all about choices and I'm pretty knowing things, so now it's your choice. Shit. I still vote he shouldn't know, but just take care of him. Either way. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go meet my son. Hey, Seth. Hmm? Thanks for helping with Jesse. I know that that was a lot and we were there for your kid, but I really appreciate it. Thanks for helping with my kid. Anytime. And I'll just give her a big ol' hug. One arm hug. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have grabbed him. We still have that bruise arm around somewhere. We could probably attach that to you. We'll figure it out later. (laughs) Maybe we'll have better luck out here than in the Hawks Landing med bay. Oh yeah, that place was cursed. Yeah. But go go be with Zane. Is there room on the ship for Rhonda? (laughs) Oh. No. No. Can we wait a day and see if you can make a carport door? <laughs> yes. Everyone dies, so we can save Rhonda. <laughs> Everyone dies, we can save Rhonda. Can the nanites break Rhonda down? Can we just, like, strap her to the side? Tom is so incredibly busy and exhausted with the magic that as you're asking him this, he just doesn't even, it, it doesn't even, like, register with him. <laughs> I'm going to introduce yes. him to his grandson. That he'll take a little break for. (laughs) He takes a moment and seems like just a little bit at a loss of like what to say or what to do. And then he just kind of just gives him, you know, gives him a little hug and tells him to come look at what he's working on. And with the mood shift, he he turns to you, Roger and Roscar, and he says, am I really taking a car into space? Oh, well, I mean... Ron is part of our team. Is that a real request that's happening? We can't just, like, take a picture? Seems wrong not to save her. 
Wherever we go, we're gonna need a car. <laughs> what? <laughs> you are the weirdest, crazy, craziest people I've ever met. Uh, look, if you can find some space that wouldn't go to like people, that's fine. But please don't leave anyone behind for the car. No offense. No offense to any cars. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I mean, Roger will go start looking for a place for Rhonda to park. Yeah, I think you're... I will let you take Rhonda into fucking space. Whatever. <laughs> Let's go. There's a... Nice. There's like a cargo compartment. Happy car honking sounds. And one additional person gets to get on the ship now because there's a bed in Rhonda. Aww. Nice. Is it? Oh, what's what's your buddy's name? What's yeah, Roger's little buddy? Yeah, Brunswick. <laughs> Brunswick makes the cut now. <laughs> oh god, he wasn't going to. That's all. It took. He was one away. <laughs> Sorry, Brunswick. It was one thousand and one. So I uh, on the on the drive back to first landing, I think Grinner, if he can just take it, he would. But otherwise, he would ask Fallon for her agent because she said hers was still working. She shrugs and whatever. I want to use it to try and connect to Titan Industries servers and see if I can upload some programs there and hopefully get those off-world with them. Interesting. Wow. It's going to be a whole bunch of these guys. Right? <sighs> That's pretty crazy. Corporate grinner. Okay, so... Mm, I'm going to start that with security. Check. <laughs> Just to, yeah, just just to get around any like security there might be on this little network they have set up. I preemed for a twenty nine. Oh my god! You Ooh. fucking preem. You would. <laughs> what a preem! Um, and due to the preem, I'll let you roll twice and take the higher result of this. But give me a conceal reveal check. So sixteen or a sixteen? 16. It was de <laughs> destined to be a sixteen. Okay. So. Yeah, I think that seems you're 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 happy with it. Like you don't think you think maybe if someone was like looking for it, they might be able to find it. Sure. But you don't think it's like in a very conspicuous spot, and you think that if there are devices that go off world when whenever they magically leave this place, you think you might be able to have that program piggyback. Nice. So we've got Fallon and Derek on the ship. We've got. Fucking Rhonda and Brunswick and, <laughs> and Spinal Scepter on the ship. Tanaris would have been digitized. Mm. Mm. I assume like Kellen's crew, Lumi and Flynn, I'd probably give them the option of if they want to be digitized or stay For real. Sure. Okay. You you tell them what's going on? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if Kellen knew, if we yeah. told her... Then they would probably know too. Oh, Rekha! Rekha stays on the ship. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she would, she would insist. Yeah. Right. I don't know if Lumi is fascinated enough with the digital world or if she would want to stay real with Olven. Right. I think Olven probably wants to... Digitize? Mm -hmm. Digitize. I think Lumi... I think anyone who kind of lives on the net would probably prefer that to sitting out in space and taking their chances there. Mm. Um, would yeah. you insist on Olven staying with you? No. I would be sad, and it would be, we would have the long family discussion, of course, of uh -huh. all of that, and then it would end I mean, you're with... gonna come see me, right? Like... I mean, yeah. We we still have a VR headset point to Jesse's head, as he still hasn't taken it off, so... Yeah. 
Of course we'll come see you. Sweet. Meat space is overrated, man. You know? <laughs> I look down at my very bloodied body of like, you know, you may have a point yeah, there. Yeah, what the hell, Cece? Come with <laughs> us. I I got shit to do here first. Okay. Huh. I'll see you around, sis. Love you, Ollie. And I'll just give him a big one-arm hug. <laughs> As everybody's having their emotional moments with each other and getting everybody on board, Roscar's gonna go look for Tritus. Yeah, did he come? Is he in the, the group? I'm trying to remember that last conversation you had with him. I thought he said he was just fucking heading back home. I think he did. Trying yeah, to think back if to he the was family. just hit. Yeah. He said he had a car, but he wasn't gonna lend it to us because he needed it to get wherever he was gonna go. Yeah, I, I think he was think saying he, he might headed home to the family. That's what I was thinking about. It's like, did he come and then is he going, or did he just go? Because I know he was like, I want to keep my car just in case I need it to just head on home. <laughs> did they bring combat automotive technician? Oh yeah, did they bring not cat? Um, probably not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unlikely that they would do that. I love it. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to be realistic about decisions yeah. and I already oh, yeah. let you park a car in the fucking spaceship so <laughs> I don't want any fucking realistic. Uh, but no if I remember correctly Tritus would want would have wanted to go home yeah that that was actually what I was about to have a conversation with him about if he actually was at the first landing still before hmm. they packed up Rhonda he was gonna talk to Tritus if he was there and say are we getting on or are we going home? Because this is still yeah. just a job for Rosgar. Yeah, that's something Rosgar, unfortunately, is going to have to decide hey, by that's, himself. That's your call, bud. There ain't no yeah. blood contract with the edge runners here. You can, right. But you know the deal. Like, fucking, it's vampires, darkness, zombies. You made the drop off. You did the job. Darkness or frogs. Who knows what'll happen with the four keys out. Job is complete. Yeah. Roscar's gonna walk up to Roger, who's probably the one not in emotional moments right now, and he's gonna just reach out a hand. What? Well, I mean, it's time to head back home now. I just found a place to park Rhonda. Well, I'm gonna need her a little bit more longer. All right. Well, that's a damn shame. I... Just told Brunswick he could live here. Uh, <laughs> Brunswick, get your stuff. <laughs> what? Brunswick, you can you can have my spot. <laughs> You're gonna have to go live in the tubes with everyone else. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell everyone you headed out. Uh, it was great working with you. You were a hell of a driver. Um, it was an interesting time. Right. Uh, mm, I wish you all the luck in the world uh, dealing with all the vampires and zombies. Oh, it's going to be loads of fun. Well, uh, here's me uh, fucking last album for you to remember me by. Uh. <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah, there you go, mate. Thanks. Oh. I'll autograph it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> last hit single, right? Right. Last hit single of New City. That, 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 that's going to be one for the ages. Well, you take care of yourself up there. Right, all right, man. Uh, well, be seeing you. Just kind of watch as you drive away. Yep. Just kind of just 
Are you more sad to see Rothgar or Rhonda go? (laughs) I mean, both. It's both. I suppose it's nice to know they're together. I kind of consider Rhonda mine at this point, but... (laughs) (laughs) I understand she's betrothed to the family. (laughs) All right. How sad. I was excited to have Rhonda. (laughs) Not Roscar? Roscar's infected with the zombie virus. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't think any of you know that, though. I don't know. I just... It's like Cody's not sad. <laughs> what, what about your brother, Archie? What about... Have you heard from him at all? Uh, no, I mean, how, how would we... How would we hear from Archie? I don't know. I just didn't know if we needed to... I mean, we can't really try and find him right now. But if you knew where he was... Uh, to, to be honest, I, I was kind of planning on dying. So whatever oh. happens next, I don't... I fucking... This is all... This is all gravy from here. I was pretty I was pretty checked out when y'all convinced me to put on my pants one more time. Right. I will admit, I'm interested in the guy. Seems like a fascinating fellow. But um you know, time is money, as they say, yeah. I'm sure he'll come up at a later date with some other people. <laughs> maybe I mean maybe he went to the frogs. Maybe Maybe. Who knows? I just wanted to, to check in. Make sure we didn't leave any strings behind. Oh, I think there's lots of fucking strings left behind. <laughs> ah, there's a crack in the sky. The moon has eyes. The world any, is any falling s- apart. There's zombies. strings to us. How about that? Like any, any very close ties that we have any sort of control over whatsoever. Yeah, those those. Uh, I don't know about you. I'm just happy to be alive, man. I think that's crazy. Everyone lived. I mean, <laughs> I got, you know, I had one guy get blown up with a grenade. Someone threw a grenade at him. Oh, dynamite. Shit. Yeah, it was just Whoa. standing outside. And <laughs> it was weird. But other it's than that, pretty chaos. <laughs> relatively unscathed. Yeah, well, I mean, we all got pretty shot up when we went to Titan, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I think we killed, like, 15 guys. That's crazy. We killed a lot. Of, we, we killed uh, Bodyguard Bill. Bodyguard yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bodyguard oh, Bill. Oh, not Bodyguard Bill. Yeah. He was what in a handsome man. I watched his <laughs> exercise channel on Spoogle. Yeah, right, he did ripped. some nasty damage, though. So, you know, we kind of had no options. It's the only choice. Man, Bodyguard Bill's a loss. Right, CC got shot by Bodyguard Bill. What an honor. Oh, sorry about your arm, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, wait, I've seen that already. Never mind. <laughs> still sorry, though. Thanks. We'll figure it out. We've still got a robot arm around here somewhere. Um, We'll get that fixed. Yeah. That was a We'll get off the planet and we'll... <laughs> Figure it out. Maybe the nanites can build me a new one out of spare parts or something. All right, nanites. We found like 4,000 more nanites while we were out in the field. Unless Grinner doesn't bring that up. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to share. They're going to be useless once we leave planet anyway. That's true. Add it to the cloud. They ride. I'm pretty tapped, but tomorrow. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, not right now. Let's... I think that brings our total cloud once he's you know fully up and running. It'll be like sixteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so there's gonna be rent on my spaceship, right? As people the, are being boat shit. my idea. Family discount. <laughs> Pippin, did you have a question? Oh, I was like, as people are being dig- digitized, are you guys collecting their nanites? 
Probably. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> just, just, I said to bring all the money, didn't I? You did. Yeah, you, you did. did. You did say to bring all the money. So there's so a lot of a growing probably. pile of nanites. <laughs> I'm just curious how many people you think you can digitize and then literally loot before the line gets a little short. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we can loot them later. I guess my final question is, you know, when it's time for Tom to cast his final spell, um, everyone's kind of waiting there. You know, what do you tell the people? Fuck if I am. We're starting off on a new life. It's going to be... Well, honestly, I don't know what it's going to be. But it's at least going to be a potential, which is more than we have here. So here's to a new life. Uh, what are you telling them as far as the, like, procedure goes? Are you... Oh, I thought you were waiting for just some big dramatic speech. No, it's beautiful. (laughs) I think everyone's kind of, like, gathered around and, um, (laughs) you know, you have their attention. But, I mean, are you just telling them to, you know, close their eyes and relax? Or yep. are you telling them what's going on? Yeah. Well, I don't know about Cece. You're going to feel a little pinch. At that point, Cece would, like, give her speech and then step back and just look towards Saf. Oh, great. Thanks. I thought you were going to say Tom. <laughs> just have him cast it. <laughs> You'd be Ow. good. You'd be in a place. Close your eyes. Take a big breath. We're all gonna get off this planet. An experienced rock and roll. Roger might give a free concert. Tell me when. Say when to do it. I'll just do it. Do it while I'm talking. Alright. And then in a in a kind of eerily similar fashion as to when everyone was uh, gathered around Valencia. Everyone is now gathered around you all, and they all stop and just, you know, arms fall to their side, just kind of blank stares, and these all stare at you. And then after a moment, rather than, like, exploding, they all just <laughs> collapse. Just all at once, just waves of people. They all oh, collapse. man. Cece would look away. I don't think she could handle it. You did the right thing, right? You're gonna live. I sure hope so. I mean, we came out of it, so at least there's that. Maybe we can do that once we find a better planet or something. I don't know. It's like I said, we don't know what's coming, but it's a potential. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't feel great, <laughs> but too um, late now. Better, better than vampire food, I suppose. Or frog yeah. slaves. Are we better than the frogs? Enslaving them. It's better I than just leaving believe, them here. Yeah, I have to believe that maybe we can get them out whenever we get to Do whatever to comes go next. Hungry? They're gonna be happy. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll get into orbit and won't be rescued for many years, and so we'll just all be digitized. Sure. We'll cross that bridge when it comes. If it were to pass, that there is some sort of like inner, inner d- digitized riots, I'll go in there and fucking put it out myself. <laughs> you can make a digitized version of Rhonda. Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, right. There we go. So you're going to be the gods of this digitized universe, is what you're saying. <laughs> you're going to police it. To be fair, Roger already thinks of himself as like the god of this universe. Yep. <laughs> god of rock and roll. I mean, this this didn't really help the ego problem. I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, Roger in, in in Roger's mind, in mine, he thought of the plan, he executed the plan. You know, I mean, he's a hero, right? He's a, you know. Thanks, team. It was a team effort. Next time you guys can think of the ideas. It's a cat. It was the plan. We just hear it echoing in the back of our heads. That was the plan. <laughs> plan worked this time. Any, the plan worked uh, the first time. 
There were hiccups with the initial. <laughs> yeah, this you didn't put on the mask. <laughs> well, I think we're ready to push that ignition button. Anything else anyone wants to do? I don't Speak think now so. Or forever hold your peace. I can't Let think of go. Anything. Strap in. Sit Jesse down next to me. Strap us both in. Get ready to go. Random question, but did, did Grundlebot make it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll a luck check for the final roll oh of the game. Grundlebot has to make it. Yeah, he made it. Her cars. <laughs> <laughs> On the bright Grundlebot. side, I was going to say at least Pocket Grundlebot <laughs> was with you. <laughs> oh, and thanks for bringing Pocket Grundlebot back to me, guys. I've been looking for this guy for like a month. This is this is the post-credit scene. This is not the end of it. This is after you know what I mean? Like the post-credit scene. So the uh, first landing somehow imbued with, you know, the magic of this very powerful uh, wizard, the hermit, the ship takes off and shoots into the sky and I don't really want to go a step beyond that essentially like the the credits start rolling as the ship you know breaks into the sky and that is a wrap for campaign two retrograde infinitum our intermission turned full campaign we go into campaign three with many threads unsolved and many new doors opened but surprisingly with all of our heroes alive and with more stories to tell campaign three will begin uh in a few weeks from now and i am very excited for what's in store for our next full length campaign the next 100 200 episodes while we find out what the effects of our fundamental forces leaving this prime existence has had while we find out what Valencia and co are up to and while we find out what's next for this universe. Thank you everyone so much for listening and I want to thank the players so much for putting together such an amazing story. We'll see everyone for campaign three in just a few short weeks. Thank you. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature 
and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. Can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising. An improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M, the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand, a sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multiclass into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.